I don't think I've spoken to this man on the country since he departed politics in 2020. He will confirm or deny that. He is the Prince of the Provinces, the self-titled Matua Shane Jones. Hey Shane, great to have you back on the country and uh, where have you been? I've been missing you. (laughs) Thank you for providing me with the opportunity. Yes, well I hail from the far north. I live in the Bay of Islands and uh, after I got my uh, behind unceremoniously booted out of public life. I rejoined the rest of the hoi polloi, and I've been busy in the north. I've got a son who's a builder, so I've been helping him and uh, done a wee bit of property, uh, planting a few trees uh, to keep uh, Jacinda and the Greens happy. Uh, they're native trees, but they're very limited in number. They've actually been around my mother's garden. <laughs> but other than, mate, other than that, mate... Uh, Still standing strong. Are you to blame for all the pine trees that are being planted around the place at the moment? Because Jacinda did say right tree, right place. So put it to you, we've got a lot of wrong trees in the wrong place. You talked about the Billion Tree Programme. Has that come back to bite you in the bum? I think that um, there's a deeper problem with climate change and the ETS. If we're not going to expand uh, the size of the nation's lung, which I call the forestry estate, to take the emissions out of the atmosphere, we've either got to put a tax on industry or we're going to end up buying uh, units overseas. And I think that the bureaucrats and James Shaw and Labour have not been truthful to the New Zealand public, number one, how inordinately expensive this transition is going to be. We've got to stop trying to be world leaders in climate change and just do our bit without uh, threatening the solvency of our nation. And man, a mistake I made was ever acquiescing with the appointment of Commissioner Carr. He did his best with Simon Upton to destroy the health system in the 90s, and I fear that between the two of them, they're going to drive a lot of businesses out of existence in New Zealand for so-called climate change trophies at a time where India, China and America are not doing a fraction of what they could be doing to deal to climate change. I put it to you that the cure could be worse than the disease for the New Zealand economy. We may end up starving before we fry, and I know that's a rather crude analogy, but you think about it. Well, I heard your program several months ago, and I thought you nailed it when you said to Commissioner Carr that he was out of line arrogant and ill-informed to um, throw off at uh, exporters when he uh, declared, oh, New Zealand doesn't feed the world, it only feeds the rich. I resented that remark, and uh, he's no longer fit for purpose uh, as a climate change um, commentator. He's become zealous to the point of quite dangerous, in my view. Not to mention woke. The Maori caucus and the Labour government, are they calling the shots? Well, the Māori caucus, I think, now in the Labour government are scrambling because they know with a poll result at 29%, most of them will have to move to Australia to find a job in the mines, yet they won't let mining happen in New Zealand because they're going to be unemployed this time next year. What about Willie Jackson? Is he out of his depth, as I suggested to the Prime Minister on yesterday's show regarding this uh, TVNZ-RNZ merger? Do we need it? Do we need to spend $350 million on this? Well, uh, Willie's well known throughout Maoridom as the Jerry Springer of Maoridom. So that's probably the best description to answer your question to me. On the question of do we need to spend uh, three or $400 million on bringing TV, NC, TV and Radio New Zealand together? Absolutely not. I'm a doubting Thomas on the whole scheme. 
Uh, it's designed, I'm told, to protect the public interest in broadcasting. But I, I just I think it's impossible to move the culture of television New Zealand and radio New Zealand together. The others, um, uh, the, the others chase Maserati sport car dreams, and the others turn up wearing Roman sandals and cardigans to Radio New Zealand. <laughs> That's not a bad description. Look, will unpopular policy be the undoing of this government? Maybe the economy will be, but I'm looking at things like uh, Three Waters, co-governance, the income insurance scheme, uh, the TVNZ, RNZ merger. Joe Average Public doesn't want a bar of any of these. I think the deeper problem that the current government has got has been the failure to deliver. Even the most simplest of things, if you just look at that uh, benighted organisation, Oranga Tamariki, whatever they do in touch seems to get worse. I mean, look, the, look at Rangi and the little ram raid rats destroying all these businesses. They lock these kids up and then they're out the back door the next day. There's too many bureaucrats and too many officials having endless meetings without de- without delivering robust solutions in a short period of time. And that's really what's going to bring the government down. I think Three Waters uh, has been tainted by the co-governance stunt that was pulled. There was never, ever any need to hand over the South Island water infrastructure to Ngaitahu. Well, number one, they don't deserve it because there's a whole lot of other New Zealanders of Māori descent who live in in the South Island as well. But, I mean, put that uh, relatively obscure fact to the side, Three Waters, the social insurance scheme, is actually focusing on things that the ordinary Kiwi either doesn't understand or feel is being imposed upon them, and it was never campaigned upon at the last election. COVID provided a brilliant pretext for Jacinda to achieve an enormously large result. But look, all of those ideological chickens, buddy, they're all coming home to roost and they're going to crap over the fortunes of the Labour Party. Let me finish with a great quote from you regarding the desecration of that Maori carving in Kaitaia. You said it's been vandalised by feral, glue-sniffing Maori potatoes. Now, you could say that. I couldn't. I would be cancelled if I said that. Uh, is that what's wrong with our society? Well, look, I've always been one for colourful phrases, and as you know myself, I've been uh, I've had them haunt me <laughs> when they've come back in another direction. But unless we are particularly focused and unless we are very strong on small offences, they morph into large crimes. Now, Kaitaia, sadly, like the rest of Northland, has an underbelly, and these people live in a twilight zone where they feel that all of the standards and all of the laws and obligations that you and I have to observe, that they're free of them. That's why I took them on. And uh, are they Maori potatoes? Of course they are. If a person who claims to be a supporter of Maori independence is going to destroy a community carving designed to boost the appeal of kaitaia, and we cannot let the underbelly overwhelm us, or kaitaia will be known as frytaia. No, no, I'm not taking any of those words back. They uh, achieved the mark. A person has been arrested. I can't say anything more because the matter is before the court. But look, I've, I've had a, I've had a gutsful of these blowflies. You talk a lot of common sense. Have you ever thought of politics? <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand that there's a cowry tree that occasionally does talk to you called Winston Peters, and uh, we're having a conference in Christchurch in several weeks' time. And uh, I'm sure uh, what happens between my good self and politics will uh, be moved in a certain direction at that conference. Shane Jones, always good to chat on the country. Thanks for your time. See you, mate.